Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Girls Interrupted. Thank you so much for listening to our show and please remember to follow us on all of our social media, which can be found in the description box below. Um, if you like what you hear, uh, we really need your help. Please remember to comment, review, share, and subscribe to our show. That would really help us a lot with getting our feet off the ground. Okay, enough of all that. Let's talk movies. I'm Shannon. I'm Annie. Welcome to Girls, Girls Interrupted. Interrupted. Girls Interrupted. Woo. You interrupted me, actually, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today our movies, our category was um, movies for uh, the Francophile in all of us. French movies. Les Français. It could, we could even narrow it down more like movies in Paris. Or what do you think? Do you have like another tie between them? Oh. Movies. Um, oh, uh, uh, you know what? Actually, I wrote a theme. I said a theme. Do we want to do themes? A theme of the movies. The two movies. It. was having to deal with uh, the subway shutting down, <laughs> which we've uh, had to deal with, you and I personally. Uh, you know, it shuts down in Paris and then you're just like. the Paris Metro. Okay. Uh, That's our. Movies about yeah. the Paris Metro. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so we did Amelie, Amelie 2001, um, and Divine, Divines, um, 2016, I believe. I think that's mine. Yes. So, um, you want to do small talk, or are you ready to just jump in? <laughs> um, yeah, let's just jump in. Okay, yeah, I suppose. The small talk. I mean, or forget do you want to do small talk? I mean, I guess, actually, well, wait, real quick, Shannon and I, just to recap, we met in Paris okay, on yes, a study abroad, so... French films and France are, like, super important to us. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, you know, our home. No. It's our home. <laughs> I, still, I still feel like that. Like, I miss Paris a lot. No, yeah. I still feel, like, a connection to the city when I go there. Yeah. Even though I've, like, forgotten, like, 80% of my French and yeah. <laughs> could never afford real estate there. You know. Right. Little things. The huge. Little <laughs> the huge. But well, we, like, discovered connection. ourselves as young adults there. Yeah. You know. You as young 19, 20-year-olds. Yes. That's, yes. You know. It was very important. Fab in Paris. So many raspberry crepes. Yes. Life was oh, uh, Nutella crepes. Oh, my God. All the food. If you're in Paris, I think I said this in the last episode, go to Piano Vache. It's oh, yeah. So, it's awesome. It's in the the 5th? The 5th, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. 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 It's great. Um, I We lived in the same neighborhood. The 16th. In, yes. uh, we were super Mexican. fancy kids. Yeah. And I, my host mom was okay, but her, her the host cat ate my f- breakfast. Joya. Joya. His name was <laughs> and Joya. And he was mean, right? Joya was he mean. He was really mean. <laughs> Do you remember that he time? He wouldn't let me wait. He wouldn't let me Yeah, I know. I don't know if we should say that. But yeah, the cat wouldn't let me pet him. And he ate my breakfast. Okay, we can say the story. Okay, so <laughs> she's not gonna listen to our podcast. No, yeah, she'll never one listen time. to it. Okay. Yeah, the, so, so. <laughs> There was my, this about one my time. host mom. Yeah, my host there was mom. this one time I 
I what came home with you from school, and um, we were walking. No, I in think the door. it was a weekend. I think it was a weekend. And, and so the one time, the one time I had a guest over, um, Annie came to the ho- our apartment. Um, me and my host, my, my host, not even a host mother. Is that what you call them? I, the host I that I was staying with. Um, and so it was just me and me and the host mother. There was no other people who lived there at that time. But then Annie came up, and we got what we needed, and we left for the day. Uh, blah blah blah. So I guess my host mom thought she was gonna have like the day off or whatever. <laughs> um, but I forgot something, so we had to go back. And the way that the apartment is set up is that there's a the front door opens, and right as soon as you walk in, bam! There's the bathroom. There's the bedroom. There's not. We didn't share a bedroom, but there was my bedroom, and then and then down the hall was the next bedroom, and then there was the one bathroom was right there. So we walk, so I forgot something. We come back up and we open the door, me and Annie. I don't know why I didn't go by myself, but <laughs> we both go in and she's like, Oh, je suis sur la toilette. She's on the bathroom door. She's on the bathroom. She's on the toilet door open, just, you know, doing what everyone would do when they have a, a, a day home <laughs> and they don't have to share it with anyone. Yeah. So, pooping with the door. That's so we want the door open. We want to know about poop with the door open. Especially when, especially when the door, the front door is so close to the bathroom door. But you know, I'm not going to judge for cultural differences, right? Oh <laughs> my god! It was just it. It was probably one of those had to be in there moments, but it was so funny. Yeah, and I bet Poor she thing. wishes she wasn't there. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give it anyway. So yeah, I have um, blocked that out of my memory until you just dredged it up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, let's, uh, okay, Amelie. Amelie is a movie that I've seen so many, I've seen it at least four, four, four or five times, right? You had to watch it for French class, didn't you? I did. That was actually the first yeah. time I'd seen it, too, was yeah. for my French class in Europe. And I had to watch yeah. it with no subtitles. So I was like, Ooh. really listening. What's, yeah, what's going, <laughs> oof. I don't know. I was if confused I the first time I watched it, not gonna lie, for a little bit, yeah, not the whole yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. but. I mean, no, this was my point. I was actually confused watching it in English. There's so many characters. There's so much going on. The 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 plot is happening so fast that they don't really care if you know what's going on or not. Oh, Do that's you feel like that or am I am I slow? It oh. was a little hard to follow. Really? Yeah, I find it hard to follow. You find it I hard mean, to follow? Yeah, I I understand what's going on now, but it's kind of all that's over true. the place. I guess it does take <laughs> a few watches cuz like characters come and go so fast. There's so many. Yeah. There, there's no rhyme or reason for really what's happening. I mean, there is a reason, but it's it appears to be I've, just yeah. off the cuff, quirky. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, uh, <laughs> let's jump in. It? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. Um, I know I love it too. In en français, it's Le Fabuleux Destin d'Amélie Poulain, um, <laughs> um, okay. and it was directed. It, uh, yes, and that translates to The Fabulous Destiny of Amélie Poulain. Um, it was directed by uh, Jean-Pierre Jeunet uh, in 2001. Um, it's got the title Rom-Com. I didn't know it fell under there, hmm. but that makes sense. Um, I don't know if I agree. Yeah, French romantic comedy. That's what it says on Wikipedia. But I would – you have to include the word absurdist in there, no? Ooh, I would like to. I like how absurd yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, 
The budget was 11.4 mil and it grossed uh, 174 mil. It smashed, mil. right? It yeah. smashed, yeah. Um, I mean, it's they, so good. What did I write down? They said it was um, the highest grossing French language film released in the U.S. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, and wow. And one of the biggest international successes for a French movie. So of the French movies, this one is it. I wonder where that, like, the French movie I think of is, like, uh, Breathless. Do you think, do you know that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. But I could see Amelie being more popular since it's so, it's yeah. newer and. When I told um, Michael the movies, he was like, you picked Amelie. <laughs> I was like, shut <laughs> up. Just because what like, did he want like, you to pick? I don't know. He was like, you should have picked something like cooler. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just because I, I guess because he's like everybody knows Amelie. It's like so that's not the point. No, of but the that's podcast. good. But yeah, I also feel like a lot of people don't know it. Maybe if I think there are a lot of people who don't watch um, dubbed films, du- not dubbed, but uh, foreign films. Yeah. Well, this one is magical, so. Yeah. Um, oh, and also it got an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I thought was unfair. That's really good. Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> not right. I mean, it's really high. I'm still thinking high. of the 44% for a. <laughs> Speaking of high, um, I'm going to do this. <laughs> no. Is that okay? No. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't care. No, um, <clears throat> I'm still thinking of a. The 44% for Roxy Carmichael, and I'm still picketing for <laughs> at least a 50. Come on. Like, I know. Well, I did say that the audience gave Amelie 92%, which I think should be. Okay, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. People have spoken. So, anyway. Um, so, the movie starts out. I love the opening. The opening. Audrey Tattoo. Audrey Tattoo is our star. She's Amelie. Yes. She's so fresh with her cute little haircut. Um, and wait. I should have looked this up. Isn't the dude who directed it also Nino? No, I don't think so. Nino is the main guy. Yeah, Nino's her love interest. No, it wasn't. His name was like Matthew. 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 Oh, Matthew. okay. Just kidding. Never mind. I don't Matthew. know where I pulled that fact out of my butt. <laughs> I looked him up. He hasn't aged very well. Oh, no. Well, he's so cute, Anomaly, and we will forever love him, Anomaly. <laughs> In a wonky way. Yeah, he's cute. Do you know? I thought you liked him. Maybe I did. You know, I'm a complex person. You are. Yes, yeah, Shannon's <laughs> tastes change. Hey, hey. Okay, go ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, the movie starts out, um, and uh, we see, like, Amelie when she's a kid. We, we find out that she's born in 1974, and her parents are super eccentric. Like, her dad, um, what is it? He likes to clean his tools, and his, or his mom, or her mom loves to clean, and, like, um, her parents are not very, like, touchy-feely, or, you know, just not, mm-hmm. you know. They're, to, like, the opposite of her. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she just kind of wants affection and love, and her parents are very type A. I guess that's how I would put it. And just, it's, she, she thinks she has a heart, or they think she has a heart problem, problem, because yeah. her dad's checking her, her heart, and... Um, she wants a hug. She wants a hug, and her heart starts beating really fast because her dad's um, touching her with the t- stethoscope, and she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, it's just sad. Okay, but anyway, um, um, did you ever put raspberries on your fingers? Oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. Um. Oh, wait, mm, Shannon, rap. <laughs> rap. I don't know what to rap. Today. Did you ever know that your 
hero. You're everything I would like to be. <laughs> I said, um, did you ever put raspberries on your fingers? Oh, yes, all the time as a child. <laughs> as a kid? I never did it until I um, saw this movie. Oh, really? I didn't know, I didn't know you just did that. Yeah, they're oh, just... Oh, you and Emily have, are, like, mirrors. They're little, they they're, they're little hats. They look like little yeah. hats. Little, uh... Little, like, Finger yeah. beanies. <laughs> Finger beanies. Um, so, and then um, I love the the part, the poor goldfish trying to commit suicide. That part. Oh. I'm spending way yeah, too I, much part, time I wrote that. down, like, um, French Wes Anderson. Ooh, yeah. That's a, that's a, I would that. say that's fair. Yeah. Ah. Morty, you are bugging me. Go away. My puppy won't shut up. Uh, Morty. <laughs> Your uh-huh. microphone, Morty. <laughs> no, he does not mean that. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> so, um, Amelie's mom's taking her to church. Is that what it, it was? Church. Oh, yeah, at Notre Dame. And a tourist jumps out the window and her mom dies. So, Amelie had a pretty tragic upbringing. <laughs> um, and then Flash. <laughs> and she was homeschooled. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell that she's homeschooled, like the way she acts as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> She's so. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, and then so flash forward to the the, I guess present time. I was about to say contemporary time, but it, this was nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, um, nineteen ninety seven, and she's working at Cafe de Du Moulin. Did we go to there together, or did I just go there I by myself? Feel we did. Yes, I feel we did. Yeah, I think we did. Um. It's super cute. I have a placemat. We definitely went to that metro station and went up all those stairs at Abes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was the worst metro stop because it was uh, so like many four stairs. flights of stairs. How many stairs was it? It was so many stairs. I don't even know. And then the Montmartre is a lot of stairs, too. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love all the subway shots in this movie. That's what I like. This, I think that's part of the reason why I like it so much. This movie, to me, has like a, has like a, a filter of green. So it like constantly reminds me of the subway sign. Yeah, Do you see that? like it's oh, very yes. green. Oh movie. yes, I think that's probably intentional. No, of course, yeah. it's like oh. smog. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Um. So and then so we see her see her at work. I think and then she's single and she likes she's very eccentric. It goes through her likes and dislikes, which is you know like she's a little weirdo. She's not really stimulated by sex or men. She likes like putting her hands into grain sacks and <laughs> cracking creme brulee. I was like I. Get it? Hey. <laughs> or you uh, still? When you put um, your hands in a, a pile of beans, it does feel good. It does feel very good. Yeah, it's fun. That's a universal <clears throat> truth, right and, there. And then she's watching TV and finds out, uh, or no, she's not. She's in. She hears on the news that on the TV, and she walks over from her bathroom, her cute little bathroom. Um, and Princess Diana died, and she's. Like, oh, no, and drops her perfume bottle. And then she finds this, like, little box um, Mm -hmm. that in her wall. Am I I explaining this well? Yeah, Um, that's it. And (laughs) and that's it. And um, she's like, I'm going to give this back to its owner. And she go. that's when it starts. And Amelie's like, I'm going to do good deeds. (laughs) And um, she goes on this, like, long search to find this – man or the boy that was the boy that left the box and she talks to the mean market man who leads her to her parent his parents Mm -hmm. um and they're like 
Brododo. But then it turns out that it's not Brododo, but it's <laughs> the French. <laughs> Brododo. <and> yeah. <laughs> or something like that. It's, there's one Brododo. letter wrong. And this yeah. old man um, with a brittle bone disease is like, you He reminds Brododo. me of the, it's a character in SpongeBob that uh, has Which glass one? bones. Oh. It was a one oh, episode character. He's I like, every night I break my knees or something. <laughs> Did you know in every single episode of SpongeBob, someone says, my leg. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> if you You're listen, lying to me. No, in every single episode, someone says, my leg. I don't believe Just that. like I killed Kenny in South Park, or how they used to do that. Or, That's not every episode, is it? Or Kenny dies. Kenny. Just kidding. Just kidding. Kenny dies. No, he didn't. Yeah. Kennedy. Ke- Kennedy. <laughs> Kenny used to die in every single episode. No, because Sonny's not in. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, well, in any way, every episode of SpongeBob, someone says, my leg, or almost every episode. Uh, that is a lie until it's proven. <laughs> that, I'm going to Google it go, later. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, my leg. So then she... <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? That can't be true. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So she... Um, she basically like i guess probably stalked to this man and figured out where what bar he goes to and per- perches up next to him and like just leaves the box on the counter and he's just like oh my god and he cries and she's just like oh my god this is my new mission is to make people happy she escorts mm-hmm. like a blind man through the metro station which i was like maybe he doesn't want to walk that fast <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> that's so funny. Go ahead. That was, that, that, that's my whole thought during that scene. Um, and Whoa. <clears throat> she then goes and steals her father, father's oh, gnome. Um, garden gnome. Because after his wife died, he just like never left yeah. his house, which Aww. is sad. Um, which I was like, did Travelocity steal the gnome from this movie? <laughs> the gnome idea? The traveling gnome? <laughs> or Emily stole this from Travelocity? Uh, that's true, but I feel like this came out first. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, which I love that subplot. That's one of my favorite like B plots of the movie is the well, fucking gnome like, and how the dad is so perplexed. He's oh, like, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. confused. What, what were you? No, you go ahead. You're you really like what? Did you finish the thought about the gnome? So the gnome is like, um, she gives she gives it she steals the garden gnome. And she gives it to her friend who's a, a stewardess or something like that? Yeah, like a flight attendant, right? And so the gnome, uh, the dad keeps getting pictures of the gnome in uh, different in front of different landmarks around the world to encourage the dad to go and travel. <laughs> yeah, that's so she's like, <coughs> the gnome just had to get away. <coughs> so it's like him in Russia. I love it. Go? Like, you went to New York. I love <laughs> it so much. And then every time... Every time he see, receives a new picture, he's so frustrated and mad. It's I know. so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> um, maybe that's my favorite part of the movie. Ridiculous. Um, I'm a child. Um, so let's see. Oh, she convinces um, the blonde lady. Um, oh, wait. No, no, no. Ma- Madeline Wallace is the redhead. Sorry. The, who's like her landlord or like. The lady, the lady who like is in charge of her flat, that um, mm-hmm. she, 
her lover who like died. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Who like broke her heart and left her for another woman. She can, Amelie like makes a fake letter, which I was like, oh, that might be going too far. Um, But basically saying like he died in a plane crash and was headed back to her and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. What else? She helps um, Georgette. The blonde, that's the blonde lady, and Joseph get together when they have fuck in the bathroom. <laughs> Very loudly. On? Very Like, loudly. you're clocked in. Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> it's Europe. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that little guy was so weird, too. But I, I thought that yeah. was very clever. But matchmaking, yeah. I feel like, never works out. Don't you feel that way? Was that really matchmaking, though? Because he was like, wasn't he staring at her the whole time? Didn't he go there every day to see her? No, he was going, no, you didn't get pick up on, oh yeah. Okay, so there was the other waitress, the blonde, the other blonde waitress with the short hair. That's the one that he like went to go stalk every day because she dumped him. And, and, oh. and he was like, that's what he was always clocking. He was always like, and now she's talking to so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. So Amelie was like, you know what? These two lonely people, Georgette and the oh. dude, they should get together. So then that's when she's like, Ew. he likes like you. And then, I know it's, yeah, I know it's very meddlesome and very like old school. Not okay so to do that. She, no. <laughs> so she spilled coffee on her. So yes. Go to the bathroom. Ruined her outfit. Yes. But then she got her laid. Um... <laughs> Um, and then I was like, "Does Emily? Does Emily work part time? Because all she does, she has this beautiful apartment. How does she spend all of her time plotting on people, like plotting how to do this, how to do that? That's a lot of brain work. It is a lot of brain work. Yeah, she's not doing forty hours. She wants her funeral. That part of the movie when she's like watching her own death or like her own life story. Oh, okay, yeah." But she doesn't she's not working forty hours. I know, and she would not be able to afford that. Maybe Amelie's yeah. mama left her a lot of money. Maybe or in the nineties, I don't know. <laughs> um, so then she also goes after <laughs> the mean Mr. Colignon, um, the nasty grocer grocer dude who's mean to um <clears throat> the little guy. What's his name? Lucien. Yeah, Lucien. He's adorable, but he's mean to him. Um mm-hmm. And also, so Lucien is a, the actor is a comedian. Yes. um, He's Moroccan. Oh, he's very cute, isn't he? Yeah. What? But just strange part, strange, like, ideas about this. Like, so Moroccans, I don't know if they identify as black, but the only people of color besides Lucien in this movie are the only ones that speak English. Um... They like oh. those weird scenes when they watch things on the TV. It's always like black people from the American South. Um, oh. It's just strange how they're. It's like it happens twice. There's like a like a a black singer or like a jazz maybe like a jazz rock and roll singer um, with like a band behind her, and then there's another one where this man is like giving he's giving some kind of talk to the camera. I don't know. It's just like it was a bit jarring. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. I don't have um That's really interesting. Any feelings behind it, but I'm just gonna point it out. So there we go. <laughs> huh. Huh. That is oh that is problematic. And Paris being so multicultural, it's but it's a good contrast to the movie that we're gonna do next. Yeah. It, yeah. And I I made the point to point out this actor because as I was reading um an interview about about my movie, Devine, the the um that director of that movie was like 
this actor, Lucien, is, or not, I don't, I should look up his name. I think it was Jaleel, Jamil. Um, he's the only representation they have of Moroccan actors. Oh, wow. And that director is Moroccan. I'll explain it later. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Tidbit. Um, I don't know what to do with that information either, but. I know, I don't really, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Go back to home. We'll just say, we'll, we'll just, yeah. Oh, no, I have to put Amelie in the vault. Um, no, no, no. I'm not saying that it's, that, I'm not even saying that the movie is problematic. Oh, it's just like you're just pointing it out. I'm just pointing out. That is weird, though. Why, yeah, why, like, why? Huh. Um, but, so, the dude, Colin Young, is really mean to Lucien, and Amelie likes Lucien. Um, so she, she breaks into Colignon and like fucks with his apartment, which like, again, that's awful and you shouldn't do that, but it's funny in the movie. Uh Um, she does, she breaks in. What did she do? She like puts salt in his, his whiskey or whatever it was. Yes. Puts, Um, put, 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 puts foot paste in place of his toothpaste, switches the doorknobs so that. Yeah, that's diabolical. Gets him smaller size shoes, changes uh, speed dial numbers on his phone from like his mom <laughs> to, to, to the like, psychiatric yeah. hospital. Yeah, like it's, did she like did something to the light bulb so that when he plugged it in, it would blow up? Like Amelie, uh, Amelie is like that vindictive French. Like the French, She's the French, French people are you know have always been notorious for being. She's always extreme. one step ahead of the girls. She's out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then also I guess the whole like subplot. Also, is this love story that's going on, or like the search for love that Amelie has, the quest for mm-hmm. it? Because she sees Nino, um, and how does it wait? How how does she get the Fobo album? Does he drop it? Why didn't they write um, that down? They bump into each other a few <clears throat> times, and he's searching for that for this bald guy, guy whose picture he always gets. So Nino Nino collects. Um, discarded photo booth pictures or whatever. So, but he keeps finding this guy's picture and he's like, why do I, why does this guy keeps taking pictures and, and then, then leaving throwing them, them. Yeah. Throwing them away? And so he, he sees that guy and he chases after him and he drops his book and Amelie picks it up. Yes. And then she's like, why does he want all these pictures? And then he, sh- I like to think she's like, oh, he's a little weirdo too. We're soulmates. <laughs> um, and so then she starts to fuck with him, but in like a really cute kind of creepy know. ways. <laughs> she's, so, she's so creepy, but I really resonate. <laughs> wow, her mind, you know. <laughs> I know, Power. she's she's kind of almost like a psycho, like how far she takes it, but in the movie it's wonderful. And you know, she's just very cynical. She's quirky, you know. I don't know yeah. if she would fall into the um she's not really a manic pixie because she's not she doesn't she's has more layers than that, but she's I agree. definitely like archetype quirky yes but you're right there is so much more to her and what drives her i feel like is pure yeah i think she just wants to at the end of the day she just like wants a love and wants to bring good to the world yeah she's homeschooled Um, you know yeah she's she's doing the best she can um (laughs) when did she say that thing about the um the artichokes Oh, oh yeah so she like gets some chutzpah and yells at the Colin Young guy, she's like, even um, she, oh, because he just called Lucien a vegetable. He's always Aww. calling. He's always comparing him to vegetables because Lucien's kind of slow. I think that's what we're that's supposed so to gather. Rude, yeah. yeah, and um, so she's like, 
What is yeah? Where, she's like you. I wrote it down. You want me to say it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is she at least it? you'll never be a vegetable. Even artichokes have hearts. Aww. zinger. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop, Amelie. Um. <laughs> but it, it it gets even more whimsical the closer and closer it gets to the end, and when her and Nino, um, you know, get together. Um, I don't know. It's like even hard to explain. There's so much that. Like pictures talk and furniture talks and there's lots of special animation and um but yeah I I, I love it I always cry because I'm such a it's psycho very big too. fish yeah I I love how you can't keep up with it I kind of I guess I kind of like how it's all over the place and yeah it is hard to follow I guess looking back it's hard but. to follow I mean I got there and what I would say about it is every. Every loose end was tied up. So it's not that it just, like, started a bunch of things and never finished it, which sometimes French films do. They don't really care about resolutions. But these, like, had very clear resolutions. Like, this is what happened. This is how it started. And it may have started off kind of weird, but this is how it ended. And I think, like, my favorite parts is, like, um, the narration and how how with each person we're introduced to, he gives, like, kind of, like, three things that are their favorite things in the world. And it's, like always really goofy and specific and funny oh we didn't talk about when she like she goes she like searches for nino right and he works at a sex shop right yes no. yeah he works at a few places though right right or was the he sex works- shop also that carnival no 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 and they also he also works at the carnival you oh that part, was, that, that part was that part was creepy so <laughs> she went in there it was like, what was it, like a tunnel of love or something? Yeah. It was one of those, like, it's a small world after all, but no singing. You're, like, on a, a thingy, like a boat, and it goes through this arranged track, I guess. And he was a skeleton. Yeah, and he, like, comes up to her and, like, is, like... Mm-hmm. Touches her face. I was like, okay. I, I know, I know. I was kind of into it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I was, like, I was into it, too, but I was also where thinking... Where is this going? No, yeah, no, it was, of course it's, like, I'm into it, too, but I was also thinking, like, if I was in that ride, and what if I wasn't into this guy and did not follow him there, and I, he was no, just definitely. touching my face, I would be like... like <laughs> that's my ear. I'd be like, screaming. Really? I'd be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. In the context, it's super. It's super. I like, think that's Amelie's kink. So we should think she's a, she's yeah she's a kinky little girl. Oh, she's so sweet. I love that he so works cute. at a sex shop. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. And he, I like when he's like trying to ask that girl to cover he, for him while she's like topless dancing. He's just like I know. Like, like, <laughs> How's she gonna come? How is she going to cover for him? They don't have the same jobs. Like, he's definitely not doing that. <laughs> I, I, would, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, that is so not fair. She has to strip like and work the cashier. Like, <laughs> she get paid more. That's higher responsibility, okay? Yeah, that's more responsibility. She better. That's a managerial position. Get a pay bump. Um, I don't know. I, I love, I love all, again, I'm such a, I guess, visual. I love all the colors. I love all the, the score is one of my favorite scores. Um, the score is awesome. The accordions are so uh, just comforting. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah, it's kind of like a simple movie in that way. It's like, it's not like high stakes in any way, but this is my happy movie. I love it. No. I mean, I have always wanted to look up other stuff by this director to see if it's always this um, whimsical. I think he wrote it, too. Is that right? No. Let's see. Let me let me, let me scroll back up. Um, it was written by... Shit, where'd it go? 
Oh, right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just kidding. No, no, no. But but with Guillaume Laurent. With Guillaume. Guillaume. Guillaume Laurent. Laurent. Yeah. My French is so bad lately. That's okay. (laughs) All right. Well, so should we do comparisons in the middle or afterwards? Up to you. What do y'all think? Call in. I get. (laughs) (laughs) Think your thoughts now. (laughs) (laughs) Press one. <laughs> I want an Amelie wig. So if anyone can email me an Amelie wig, I know I that would be great. I really want another <laughs> pair of docks. I threw out my docks. Did she wear only docks? No, but I just loved her like little outfit. Okay. She always had those clunky shoes on. I don't know yeah. if they were docks, but it was just her '90s look. She, she yeah. dressed really well. So fucking cute. I was disappointed when I like saw Audrey tattoo. Audrey tattoo was not like that in real life. Like not all quirky and. Oh, she isn't? Not really. She Not really. She did such a strong job there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what she's like as a person, but she doesn't dress like that. Didn't she, did she play Coco Chanel? Mais peut-être. Wasn't Coco Ooh. Chanel a racist? Yeah, she's a Nazi. Ugh. There is this really funny tweet on Twitter. So you probably know this. Coco Chanel has this thing where, she, where one of her famous, famous quotes is like, every day before I leave my house, I take off one accessory or something like that. That was her style tip or something like that but anyway someone on twitter was like every day before i leave i put on one extra t- one extra accessory just to spite that bitch <laughs> <laughs> i retweeted it if you want to go follow oh me. yeah anyway yeah follow fo- at Prickwolf. at Prickwolf. <laughs> like svu but british ah okay i'm moving into my movie divine oh my god Divines. oh my god rip your heart out divines okay so this movie, this movie, not a lot of movies, that's, that's probably why, but not a lot of movies, like, give me, like, so many emotions and, like, take me down. This movie took me down. Yep. Yeah. That doesn't happen often. That's, like, a rare thing. That's, like, a real moving experience, right? Um, so this movie, um, I've shown it, how many people have I, I've shown it to, like, four people. Um, actually it's a Netflix, it was released by Netflix and it's a French movie and I tried to show my friend Capucine in France, but it, it's not on French Netflix. Interesting. Isn't that odd? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Netflix, what the fuck? I don't know. French Netflix, what the fuck? Um, so this movie is directed by Huda Benyamina. Um, she's Moroccan. Like I said, she's, she's French, but she's, um, her family is Moroccan. And her sister is Ulaya Amamra. She's, uh, the main actress of the movie, the star. Oh, I didn't know that. Crazy, right? Fascinating. And like, even, oh God, where is that thing I had? Like, the first thing that comes to mind is nepotism. But um, the reviews, the reviews, the interviews I was reading today, uh, the Benyamina, the director, was like, I really don't, she didn't want to cast her sister. That wasn't her first choice. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it was her first choice. But she didn't want to cast her sister. But um, she says, she made it impossible for me to ignore her. Um, At a girl. Because she she held auditions over a year and a half all around Paris. Um, But... uh, Olaya, Ul- I don't want to say her name right. Olaya, yeah, Olaya, the, the sister, um, started taking boxing classes. She did par- parkour, and she went out and she slept in a real 
the you saw how they lived in the Roma camp in the movie. Mm-hmm. She went on and slept in that camp for days to like just prepare for that role. Wow. So like um the so the director says I went through three thousand actresses three thousand oh my god and the right one was standing right in front of me so that's how she got her I mean she, and she was so fucking good she was so good and so was I'll say the other actresses too uh, Deborah Luku I don't want to say his name wrong Deborah Luku Muena and so that is um, my Muna the best friend she was so good too oh my god and the villain. <laughs> The villain, her name is Jiska, like Jessica, I guess, like Jessica, Jiska Calvanda. And she was, she was scary. She did such a good job. Yeah. Oh my God. The women, the women in this movie, I love how it's like this drug, like rags to riches drug story, typical like kingpin movie that we would have, but it's, it's a female protagonist with a female best friend up against a female villain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with her love interest is a male dancer that she saves. Like, yeah, it's, so, I mean, it's ridiculous. And they're all Brown girls. I mean, like, um, okay. So it's who that directed it, but it was written by three other people. So Romaine, oh, all these names, Romaine, Compon. Okay. Uda Benjamin, Benjamina, which sounds like maybe they're related and Malik Rumon. Okay. Got it. Done with that. The hard names. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so it came out in 2016. Uh, the budget was 2.4 million. And the box office was 2.3. But oh, what? That was. I don't know if it went to big box offices. It said it went to Toronto, the Toronto Film Festival, and Cannes Film Festival. So I, I don't think it was pre- like released into you, the theater. You know what's really? Right? Uh, I don't know how that works. You know what's really disheartening is really. Woke material or really serious material like this does not get picked up everywhere, unfortunately. Uh, and I'm sure they knew but, that going in too. Like you're more, you're much more likely to get like transformers or like something yeah. to circulate worldwide. And like, I can't really find hype, any but. ratings. Oh, eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, eighty-one. Eighty-one. What the fuck, Rotten Tomatoes? And what was I gonna say? Oh, this is only her second movie, the um the director. No. She did a short way. film. She did a short film and then this film. Holy shit. That's so That's impressive. Intense, right? So just like the the interesting things that I found like about the movie, um was most, mostly just uh, thinking about the director. And she was saying that, you know, she doesn't see herself represented a lot in French media um, or really any media, I guess. Mm. So she doesn't, you don't see the same representation that you have for Caucasian people, especially, you know, they're in the French world, but she like had a strong, she was really drawn to um, Spike Lee movies. Um, Oh, that's cool. She loves Do the Right Thing. And have you seen Do the Right Thing? I haven't, no. Well, so that's about... um, Essentially, it's a it's a day in a life, right? The hottest day in Brooklyn, and it's like it's like a it it turns into like kind of a race war between the Italians and the blacks in that neighborhood oh. over like kind of like over a misunder a misunderstanding, I think, and then it like ends with a death. Mm. So you can definitely see her inspiration how that kind of leads into here, um, into this movie. But she's saying like she said like her son came home one day and he's like, I don't want to be a Muslim anymore. Um, 
if you can imagine being Muslim in France in the current climate thing yeah. that we're going through. Actually, oh, but let me. Okay, that actor that I was talking about in um in in uh Amalie, his name is Jamel Debouz. Okay, so he is a famous comedian, and she was saying that that's she said in France we never had people who look like us on TV. I mean, we had Jamel Debouz. Mm-hmm. Um, but never anyone like Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, or Malcolm X. No, no intellectuals. So I guess she's trying to change that. Yeah. So, and she also, I don't mean to like give her a whole resume, but she also started. Um, oh, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. <laughs> she started this program called A Thousand Visages with that A Thousand Faces. Yes. We. Oui. And so it's, um, a film collective for uh, people of color to, like, come in France and, like, learn how to make movies and do storytelling. No way. That's so cool. Isn't that so good? That's amazing. And my last little factoid from this, new it's a New Yorker, <laughs> inter- it's a New Yorker interview. So go look it up. Just look up Huda Benyamina, the, um, the, <laughs> the director. Um, so the last thing is they showed this, they, they showed... This, I'm sorry, I'm dying. They showed this movie to their president, Holland, right? And he watched it and he's like, okay, we got a lot of work to do. Isn't that crazy? Wait, what movies does Trump watch? So he had a private screening. A private screening for the president and he watched it and he's like, okay, we've got a lot of work to do. So, like, you're trying to make change. Then why isn't it on Netflix Uh. France? I don't know. I don't know how he saw it. He's like, <laughs> he had yeah, a VPN so he yeah, could watch American a, Netflix. That's amazing. I used to have one of those. Well, I hope that's, <laughs> that's incredible. I hope that it does incite change. Storytelling is communication and representation is important. And like, I mean, comparing it up against Amelie, this movie has so much, it's so much about struggle and it's almost sad that the only represent- representation we get as brown people, a lot of it is focused on our struggles. Like, uh, white America loves a slave story. They love to see that mm-hmm. kind of story. But we never get, like, the kind of stories like Amelie where we can just be quirky people and, like, show our true humanity that we can also be goofy. You know, oh. like, we can also have quirks to us. It's not always just struggle, struggle, struggle. Yeah. Even though this this movie is, like, of course, we need those, but we need, like, a variety. Yeah. You know, not just one. Tarian talks about that a lot. That's why he's gotten into filmmaking himself. Did you know that? Because he wants yeah. to do rom-coms. And, like, I mean, th- like, yeah. yeah. Sorry. The most political silent. thing you can be is yourself. Right? Yeah. You don't always have to be about the struggle all the time. Actually, I can go the rest of my life never seeing another slave movie. And, you know, I hope I do. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hear what you're Let's saying. Let's dive into this. Yeah. Let's dive into this movie. So, Dunia is Ulaya. Um, she lives in a Roma camp. Um, and actually, I had never seen these when I when I lived in Paris because when you're in the city, you never. This is like on the outskirts. Yeah. These these um almost like shacks. These shanties. You're right. They called it a. Spoke. They called it a bon a banlieue. But I never heard that, so I didn't know. Bonyu, that was like this, this, the, the suburbs. Yeah. But this is like a sector of the suburbs that it's like these rundown shacks where they live. I had never seen it when I lived there, but as I went back this last time to Paris and I was riding the bu- the bus from the um 
airport, I saw them. So, like, when you're on the outskirts of town, you start to see them everywhere. Mm. It's crazy. Um, so she lives in the Roma camp with her best friend, Maimuna. They're both Muslim girls. Um, and, like, all the people call her Bastard. That's, like, their nickname for Junia, which is, like... Is everyone's parents married? That's not that uncommon to have an unmarried parent. I was like, leave her alone. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, maybe actually, you know what? Maybe it is a culture thing, though. Because if they're... Maybe. If if it's a... I didn't know all the Muslim stuff, actually. And if that's a big factor, then that's probably why. Maybe, maybe. Because kids out of wedlock and super religious... Any religious sect is so not okay. You know, like super religious... I know, but they're like selling drugs. Who cares? <laughs> right, but I mean, this is what you judge me on. My mom not being married. Isn't that fascinating? You're though? over there cutting dope. That's how. That's how deep sexism goes. Is like uh, people's mothers are shamed for having sex out of wedlock more than selling whatever or killing or whatever. What was that? I don't was know. That, I'm. I don't know what that. It was a brown block, and she cuts it. Yeah, I have. I dope. have no idea what it was. Is it heroin? Maybe. Is it crack? We're so naive. Please tell us what drug I don't is. know. I'm blessed. Highly I favored. Know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my um. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> That's what, oh, my God. Okay. No, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> what? Nothing. So, I... This movie took a risk, right? Because the oh, next scene is a is a montage. Yeah, a montage. Oh, so early. How do you feel about montages? I don't always like them, but it's. It, I mean, I love this one. So it's a Snapchat friendship montage. Sounds like it would be terrible. It works well. I, we like. Yeah, I loved it. Those two actresses have so much chemistry. Like you are like. You watch like five five seconds of it. You're like, okay, I'm invested. I like her. I like her. Let's go on. I'm ready for the rest of the story. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I like montages, and, was, and I'm sure that was all ad libbed. Yeah, they don't always work well though. Uh, like American Honey. Well. What? Wouldn't you call those montages? I, there were too many of them. Is that a montage or is that like a interlude? A music interlude, video in the music. middle of a movie. <laughs> yeah, that was just a long scene. She's not hating on American Honey, though. Yeah, no, 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 no. We loved it. Two bits. Yeah, anyway. A montage is like a bunch of different scenes, but like Quick. it's one block set to music, oh, I, right? Yeah, but set to, yeah. Oh, okay. Like I see usually it's makeover montage. Like, you're right. I guess that wasn't <laughs> really my a favorite. montage. They were just really long. Okay. A anyway. long scene in a car, a travel scene. But yeah. Okay. So in this movie, they worked. <clears throat> they worked. Um, so Dunya and Maimuna, they like to steal from Monopri. <laughs> and <laughs> we were in Monopri a lot. Monoprix, that's a little um, grocery store. That's where I got Nutella. I love Monoprix. Mm-hmm. I never stole from them, though, because I'm good. No. no. We would have gotten... Like, I also... I'm too afraid to steal. I don't know. Especially in a foreign country, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because they'd get... Yeah. As a... Not to make this too racial, but, like, as a black person, I, I try to make my hands visible at all times when I go into a Aww. store. Not to... Uh, okay. Anyways. Um, so... <laughs> So they steal from Monoprix and they have they they have like this secret place. It's like okay, so it's a dance studio. This I it's attached to the mall. Did you get that? No. I was a little confused. I think it's attached to the mall, but it's a dance studio. And then if they go up these like steps, they get to this little secret place where they can see the stage, but no one can see them, and they like hang out there. Yes. Um so they're up there eating their whatever they stole from Monoprix. 
Why? And there's these, they see these dance auditions below them. Um, and so our next scene, they're at, uh, I guess they're in like a college. I think it's like post high school, like supposed to be like not, not necessarily like university level, but it looks like they're like prepping them for like customer service work or something like that. They, um, the, in, in France, there's two tracks. You can go the university okay. route or like, um, what's it called? Like mm, technical school. Is that what it's called? Okay. Where they are prepping well, you for like mechanics or or yeah, like you're saying, like like cashiers shit or Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically Dunya's over it, right? This whole world is telling her to do one thing, you know, she's already not wealthy, she's already living in slums, literal slums. Yeah. Um and so here's this teacher telling her to just put on a smile and sell whatever you can to who to whoever. Um, and so she goes off on her, and she's like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm all about that money, money, money. She says, she has a funny accent. Money, money, money. A very cute accent. She's adorable. She is. Um, and so, you know, she disrespects a teacher, and, like, she, she hypes up all the other kids, and she that's her last day in school. She doesn't go back, which is so sad. Is it sad? It's sad because she's a part... I stopped myself. I'm talking to myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own co-host. Um, she... <laughs> It's sad because it's not sad. It's not sad that she wants better for herself. It's sad that she um, doesn't get to be with Maimuna because Maimuna stays in the class. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So she's 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 out of there. And um, next, she's take, we see her taking care of her drunk mom. The mom. I don't think the mom was written as well as I wanted her to be. I mean, I always... As a complaint. Yeah. I feel like she was kind of a caricature and, like, kind of flat. I don't know. She's just drunk and... Yeah. Uh, I feel like... A quote-unquote whore. So exactly. I, I feel like I, I'm I'm kind of sick of seeing characters like that portrayed like that. Like, if they're going to be... Uh, if they're going to... If, if sex is considered a problem in their life or their drinking is a problem, like, give them something else, too. Like, don't just cast them off as just a drunk. Like, I hate, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's so much more to people. It was a people. little, yeah, it was a little lazy. And it's it's sad because everybody else was so strong yeah. and, like, had so much yeah. to them. Maybe. This one was just kind of. Maybe the writer had a bad relationship with their own mother or something. Yeah, I guess so. Or, like, maybe, knew someone maybe. with, like, a bad, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's a personal maybe something. Was the aunt a trans woman? I. Did you see that? I think that she was. I'm like, oh. it took me like two or three times to notice. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. But the aunt was really funny. Yeah. I think she said she was really cool. I kind of wanted, I kind of wish the mom wasn't a character and the aunt was that her caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been stronger <coughs> for sure. The aunt had personality. She had yeah. sex. Um, okay. All right. So our next scene is like a bunch of guys are like looking at this, um, this girl's phone and she's like showing them. Um, how she went to Thailand and she, she's, so this is like the, the, the quintessential moment of every like, uh, cautionary drug tale where you see the kingpin and they're like flashing like everything they have. Right. So this is our kingpin. Her name is Rebecca. Um, queenpin, queenpin, queenpin. Um, and she, like <laughs> <laughs> she just got back from, from Thailand where she was spending all kinds of money and, um, she's talking about how she's going to move back there and open up brothel and like all the boys are like, oh my God, she's so cool. And 
Um, Dunya's like, yeah, I want some. Well, she's like mentally like, yeah, I want some of that action. So, so we see that Dunya's, this is the road that Dunya wants to go down. Um, and it's like the only option that she sees where people are getting access to things that she wouldn't, I mean, how is she supposed to, to want that as a cat, as a, as a cashier? Yeah, no, exactly. It seems so much harder. That seems so much harder than what she has right in front of her right now. The road that Rebecca is offering. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, what? This is the scene where she goes back and her mom's crying over a man and she like goes outside to like start the shower. And like that was so humbling to watch. I don't know. What yeah. did you think about that? Oh, yeah. Where she had to like, she had to go outside and like jump into this pit and with pliers turn the, the water, turn the water on. So that her mom could shower outside. And it just... I've never seen that in film before. And it was just it was just exciting to see. I don't know. That was my thought on that. Um, so then she starts spying on one of Rebecca's uh, dealers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. This, this next like, yeah. part is so badass, to be honest. <laughs> so his name's Samir. He's the worst. Oh, yeah. Personality-wise. Yeah. Sorry, not that. Anyway, yeah. so... Just so what happens? What happens? <laughs> so <clears throat> Samir hides the drugs in their hiding spot, right? In um, Dunya and Maimuna's hiding spot. So above the... How does everyone know about the spot above the stage in the mall? I don't know. But he hides it up there and she's like, oh, well, I'm going to take it. So she takes it when he's not there and she brings it back to Rebecca with... Uh, Maimuna is there too. And they like they knock on the door and like this hot piece of... Is he hot? I don't know. His like body was. This like hot guy opens the door. Yeah. And oh my god, I loved how she yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the hot guy opens the door and he's like, What's up? And then she's like, Can we talk to Rebecca? And then Rebecca comes and she's like, I don't know you guys. And then she's like, Can we talk to you alone? And so like the hot guy leaves and Rebecca slaps him in the ass. Yes, I, like, I loved yes, that. Degrade them. Like <laughs> Smack his it's ass. such a flip. That is a flip. That was so um, great. And so she's um Dunia's trying to talk herself into Rebecca's gang, I guess. Gang? Yeah. And so um, she's like, you know, your, your boy Samir, he left this hanging out. And I, if I was on your team, I would never do that. So she's like, you've got clitoris. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the part I thought was badass. I loved the pre- presentation yes. of that because she was like, she just like whipped out the drugs. Like, you, what, like, what did she say? She was like. She's like, this would be safe with me. Yes, like yes, that. yeah. Your like, dope this would be, be safe with me. me. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, clitoris. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead. So um, Rebecca hires them. She hires Maimuna and Dunya to do a little job first, right? So our next scene, in the hiding place above the stage, Maimuna and Dunya share a celebratory joint. And uh, as they get high, they're, like, trying to, um, they're, like, watching um, dance auditions, right? Yes. And so the guy that's the security guard for Monoprix, he comes out and he's, for lack of a, this is the only word, crumping. He's crumping, right? <gasps> he's crumping. <gasps> K-R-U-M-P-I-N-G. Oh my God, crumping. it is crumping. Early 2000s violent ballet is what he's oh doing. Oh my God. But, you know what, they're staring at him. And <clears throat> his name is G. 
He's an asshole. <laughs> he is like an asshole. Him. No, he is an asshole. So Jiki is arrogant. He's fighting with um with the director. Uh, and this is an audition, and he's fighting. So that is privilege if you can fight with a with the director at your audition and still get into the play because he gets into I it. I know. That is not fair. But um, Maimuna is so right. She's like, we should spit on him. So they, like, try oh, spitting on him. What? Like, and oh, my, my God. That's so bold. <laughs> they're like, how old are they? They're, like, 17 or 18, right? I don't know. But Maimuna lands her spit. Or somebody spit lands on him and he gets pissed, right? He's, he's just like, ah! Yeah, he like, he freaks out. And then he and chases, so he chases them up. Maimuna escapes somehow. And then Dunya, he follows Dunya and she's like walked onto this, I guess the bar where the lights hang or something. A dangerous bar in the sky, right? So they're up there and then she's like kind of taunting him. He's like, are you scared? Because he like, he doesn't want to go across the bar because it's, he could fall to his death, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but then he's like, Meh, and he like, you know, his ego. So he gets on there. Because he's a man. And then he gets stuck, and she has to go back and save him. And it's he's a damsel in distress. I do love that. Yeah. She I do love saves that. him. She saves Jake. He is Jake, hot, the though. His abs. He, he's hot. I like yeah, his tats. French guy with tats? Come on. That's like that big That big slug on his back? I mean, I didn't look that closely at it, actually. I just saw tattoos. <laughs> It wasn't a slug, but his back had, like, a big piece. It was, like, oh, really? wavy. I, I don't know. Um, so he's crumping, crumping. Um, oh, yeah, so they start doing odd jobs for Rebecca. They're, like, trying to earn, get up the ladder. Um, oh, and then they go back to the Monoprix. <laughs> and they, I, I guess they have money now, but the security won't let them in because they were stealing. Um, and Jiggy, there's like a weird tension with Jiggy. Notice how Jiggy is quiet whenever my Muna is around, right? He's pretty much quiet when she's around, but when it's just him and um, the girl, and the girl, then he wants to start talking lip or whatever. So, but they're like teasing him, and they're like they pretend to do ballet, even <laughs> though that's dumb to make fun of him for doing ballet. He can do ballet if he wants to. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and so <laughs> then Maimuna, Maimuna and, and um, Dunya, they have, uh, they're assigned a little station to watch for drug deals or whatever. They get assigned a block. They're watching the block, right? And it's a little bit boring there. So they're like, this, this is my favorite, this is one of my favorite scenes, ah! I think, in the movie. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Go ahead. So it's daytime. They're watching the block. And, um... Dunya is just like, you know, just imagine if we were, what's it going to be like when we get out of here, if we're in Thailand, and, you know, it, it's hard to explain, but so they're imagining they're in Thailand in a car, and the way that the that it's shot, I'm sure they were on some kind of um, moving board or something, but it looks like they're driving in an invisible car, of course, yeah. they're imagining, but it looks like they're driving, and then they're just, there's the sound effects of them driving, and she's just explaining everything. She's like, oh, there's a hot guy over there with his booty blowing that kissed my moon. And she was, <laughs> it's just the cutest, and it's so creative, and I, I have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. I guess I've never. I do know this. Yeah, I do know the scene you're talking about. It's amazing. And it's, it's almost surreal, and I don't know if there are any other surreal moments in the movie. But that's a good link to Amelie. It's a little yes. bit absurd. Is that scene oh, could have been Amelie? Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Is there, another, is there something else crazy? I think that's I it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that pops out to me anyway. Yeah. Um, anyways, so after this, oh, 
Oh, we get jiggy with it. So <laughs> Dunya goes back and she sees Jiggy and he's crumping by himself. <laughs> okay, he's dancing by himself and she's she's spying, of course, because she went up there to hide some money, right? I should I should say that. She's hiding money in the hiding spot. And from her hiding spot she can see the stage and he's dancing and she like she snapchats him. <laughs> and um he's doing his violent ballet, but she's like hypnotized. And then he like looks at her from the corner of his eye. You you know what yeah. I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so aggravating. He looks at her from the corner of his eye. He walks to the he walks to the edge of the stage and he takes off his pants. Yeah. Why would you do that on stage? So he's like fully naked. I have no idea. And then no he like idea. looks over and he like kind of smiles and he's like, I know you're there. I can smell you, which that's rude. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, did he did he mean like her pussy? Close your mouth. I can smell you from here. Like, what is Oh my god. So he's fully naked and insulting someone else. The nerve. Why is he naked? Why are you naked? Uh, I have to grab my charger, but keep explaining. Why are you naked? Why are you crumping? I have a lot of questions. <sighs> okay, so after this, Dunya makes a bad sale. Um, so they go back to that little block that they were holding down. She's coming back. Let me. Yeah, that. what? Back? Okay. I was saying um, they go back to that block that they were holding down. And, um, of course, Maimuna is the muscle. She's outside and Dunya is inside. Um, so they're separated. And so she's she's making a few sales. And then she has a really bad sale where this guy tries oh to rob god, her. Oh, my god. Oh, my god. Oh, my god. It was and so scary. He beats her up. And this they do not shy away from violence in this movie. And it's so no. it's hard oh, to watch fuck. because it's... It's more than once that a big man is punching her in the face and you see everything and she's she's so small and dainty. It's just very shocking to watch. Um, so after this, she learns to box. She starts learning how to box. She starts training. Um, it's kind of a montage here of her uh, making more drug sales, moving up, moving up in the ranks because I, I feel like Rebecca respects her because she like... She, yeah, I was gonna, she went through a fight and defended she's defended the turf even then. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, she's she's such a badass. Like in, I feel like in other movies, like if that happened to a female character, like that would have been enough to like scare her out of that uh-huh, light of work. Uh-huh. But this girl was like, uh uh-uh, uh, fine, I'm gonna get tougher. Yeah. So yeah, so then we're going through the montage of her making more drug sales. Uh she goes out, she's finally has enough to go shopping. Everybody's eating, right? She's paying <laughs> <laughs> she like comes in her cool J-Lo hat and she like she gives rent money to the to the aunt she gives like what was it like Chanel yeah. perfume or something she's, to her mom she's buying gifts right and left she's stunned you know so she's she's getting into it um so then she goes back to to her hiding place and she realizes her money's not in the hiding place the money that she owes to Rebecca is not in the money she's the been spending place. no yes yes no I don't know. Or maybe like but just I think a it's, stash. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely money that it's she a stash owes to Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> and it's not in the hiding place above the stage. Um, and so then we have this really gross scene where she goes down. Of course, Jiggy's down there crumping again. <laughs> and I don't know how to, I couldn't even, I didn't even know how to write it. I didn't know how to explain it. But so she goes down and she's like, yo, where's my money? And then he's like, slap, dance, dance fighting her? I know. Dance fighting yeah. her. 
She'll, like, do something, and then he'll recreate it in an annoying dance move. He's, like, not answering her about where her money is. And then he's very aggressive and gross. He's physically aggressive. Yeah. But he's physically aggressive, but as an audience, I think we're supposed to like it. Rape culture. Are we supposed to like it? Yeah, no, I think so. Like, there's a really bad trope of romance in movies being, like, unwanted attention on, on the part of the female. And, like, the yeah. men just taking over, and we're supposed to just be like, oh, yes. It's like, um, no, she just wants her money. And I'm, that made me that uncomfortable, too. Intentional. Maybe it was intentional. Yeah, for sure. I, that, I think we're supposed to, like, see how this, I don't know, this chick's mix, misguided in some way. Because so uh, then she does go, I feel like, yeah. Is that fair to say misguided? Him. She slaps him because he stole from her, and he slaps her back. And then she, like, falls. She she falls. Does she fall? I don't know. But she ends up on the ground, and he gets on top of her and, like, pantomimes sex. And then, like, she's, like, looking through his pockets, and he's, like, making these weird sex noises. Which, I was watching the movie, and my dog opened the door as I was watching this weird And you were, like, the were coming out. Like, great. My mom's going to think I'm watching porn. Like, at 4 p.m. Like, Loud groaning. <laughs> okay, so, anyways, <clears throat> uh, also, we go back to Rebecca's apartment. Is that her grandpa? Who is that older white man who's always around? <laughs> I have no idea either. I kind of like that it's not explained, but <laughs> he is there and she's like taking care of this very elderly man. <laughs> Anyways, so, but Rebecca is, like, grooming Dunya into, like, being this, like, femme girl that she can, like, use to get money from men. Kind of. She's kind of pimping her out a little bit, but. I think, isn't yeah, it for this specific client? But, no, She no, is no, pimping she, her out, but isn't it for she, this specific client? Before she, um, before she brings up the client, she said something like, cops never chase a girl oh, in heels. right, right. So it it reminds me kind of of whatever uh, Piper was doing in uh, Orange is the New Black. Like, you know how they have, like, pretty girls who, like, travel with the um, the drugs or yeah. stuff? I don't know. She's training her to be one of those, like a, like a well, pretty I mean, girl she, that she can use to do errands, she's, yeah, basically. That's, she's right. Because, yeah. like, women mm-hmm. don't get – like, quaffed women like that don't get stopped for yeah. shit. The ones who, like, present themselves. In yeah. Because the Rebecca's, like, more – she's more – studly (laughs) um anyways so okay yeah so rebecca mentions that she wants dunya to run a scam for her kind of to get a a hundred grand from this guy who like was dumb enough to tell rebecca that he had it right he told her that he had it hiding somewhere in his apartment in passing yeah so his name is reda so this now becomes the driving force of the movie dunya is gonna try to to get Reda's attention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that he can lure her no so that she can go back to his flat and find out find out where the money is and steal it for Rebecca. Yes. For Rebecca. For uh, Rebecca. Okay. <clears throat> and there there's a this is a scary scene. Really well acted and subtly scary, right? So it's my Muna's on the couch and she's she was cutting whatever the drug was, the brown drug. <laughs> and Rebecca's in the middle. 
and uh, Dunya's on the other side, right? Yeah. Um, and Rebecca breaks it down. She's Rebecca's very wise. She knows a lot. But what she says was, guys are like dogs. They smell fear, and you look scared a lot. That's what she says to Dunya. Yeah. So she's saying, you know, the fear that you have, that <laughs> scared quality that you have, is going to attract men, which is a sad concept in itself, but maybe kind of true. But, but uh, so, so infuriatingly true. They want some, not submission, but yeah. like. Not, and this is not all dudes, just the like bad innocence. ones, which there's lots of. Yeah. So Dunya's like, I'm not scared. And then Rebecca like does this like oh, really scary, like flinching moment. And she was like, you flinched. Dunya's face. And then, like, Dunya, of course, screams. And so does Maimuna. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the next part really makes me laugh. But uh, Rebecca's like, see, you're scared. And then <laughs> Maimuna's like, well, you're scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, for real, though. She's like, duh, you're scary. <laughs> like, that's why. <laughs> like, duh. But then Rebecca pulls a gun. So Rebecca's crazy. Rebecca is Tupac in Juice, which we need to see that soon. Oh. Um, Rebecca's scary. She pulls out a gun on Dunya, right? And she's like, are you scared now? And Dunya is still pretty calm about it, right? But then Rebecca puts the gun on Maimuna, and Dunya has a very big reaction. And this kind of mirrors the conclusion of this movie, which is... Anyways, we're getting there. Um... <clears throat> So, anyways, Rebecca, blah, 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 blah. Oh, she says, you strike, and then you caress. <laughs> That's what Rebecca says. Anyways, our next scene, happy, is a vintage clothing scene. Eee, this, I, I think I even wrote down, this made me think of us. <laughs> Obviously. It's so cute. Yeah. My Muna's pink dress is so funny. This is where um, Dunya was giving me, like, Tia and Tamira vibes, kind of. when Because she, she starts wearing her hair down. Yes. And, like, when she does it down, she kind of has their little, she has, she, she, um, has a feature. She has features like them. They favor each other. She could be the third, the third camera. I can see that twin. Anyways, my next favorite scene is when they're screaming with their hands up <laughs> in the back of the Mini Cooper with the <laughs> with the um, top down, and they're like fully dressed because now so they're going to go. Cute. That's the cover of the movie, going to right? The club or like the poster? Yeah, they're going. They're going to the club to see Reda. So my Muna has. Uh, what is my Muna wearing? I forget what dress is wearing. She looks good. And then Dunya is wearing this fur coat and a white white gown. And they're just like, way. <laughs> and then like, Samir sucks is what I wrote. Oh my god, he's infuriating. So he's saying that she's getting too big headed. He call he calls her a bastard again. Blah blah. blah. And he wants to put the top up on the coop. But they, my girls are living. Like, why do you want to take away their joy? Like, they're having so much fun. Yeah, and, and, he, and he does it for no reason, too. He really does just suck. It's like, just let just them have their jealous fun. jealous and dumb. I hate him. Yeah, no, same. I hate him, too. Could the movie have existed without him? Maves. I'm sure the actor's great. He did a great job oh, of making yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all the acting. I mean, I, oh, my God. All the acting was so good. In both of these movies, I think. I love French actors. Yeah. They do good. So they get to the club, right? And um, she looks, they look incredible. I'm sorry, I'm a little. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, they look incredible. And they're trying to get red as a titchin, right? He's he's surrounded by girls all over him. And he's as gross as you would imagine. You, yeah. Be, right? Oh, my God. Didn't you, this is what I wrote down. Didn't you, like, when as soon as they got into the club but didn't you just like 
smell European disco ball. <laughs> like, didn't you just smell? Like, that place that we went that we, like, stood behind that. Where you get in free yeah, and you, like, with, you stand in this little petting zoo yes, area. Yes, listen to this, y'all. Um, we went to this bar several times because we drank for free, but ladies got Girl, in gonna, for we free. We got free drinks, yeah. you're we right. We got in for free and we also got free drinks before 11. And only women, though. And But the catch was, you to get your free drinks, you had to stay in this, like, tight roped off area that was only for women and then the men would like come and like pick you out they were at the rope yeah they were all at the rope a petting it was a petting zoo zoo. yeah it was so bizarre but didn't but didn't (laughs) you just like smell it seeing that scene i have happy memories of that place though because they played prince they had great music god what was that song they played by prince that i like freaked out I want to be your lover. Yes. And I like jumped on the, the couch and I was like, fuck everybody. This is my song. Oh, that's when we went out of the tightrope area. We were like, you know I what? Just had, <laughs> yeah, I escaped the tightrope. I've had four uh, champagne gooses. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pink champagne sometimes, right? And I think they had great gooses. Oh, yeah. Now. No, you're right. I think it was full bar. Or maybe dudes just bought us drinks. Anyway, we went crazy. That was but, fun. Uh, go back um, to the movie. Sorry. Okay, so Dunya's at the at the club, and she looks so good, but she's trying to get Reda's attention. So she, like, goes onto this, like, whole pedestal. I don't know what you'd call it. Like, where you go up, and there's, like, all these girls dancing. Yes. And she's like, hey, you know what? Azalea Banks' 212 comes on, and she's like, excuse me, this is my moment. Yes. And she parts the crowd, and she's like, she hair dances. That's what she does. She, like, whips her hair back, and he, he immediately looks up. Oh, is that hair? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Just like in Charlie's <laughs> Angels. Whip your hair. Is that? Oh, I haven't seen it. Wait, really? Oh, my God. We have to find a way to put that in Okay. Here. Okay, sorry. Go. Whip who's hair? Dre- There's Drew? a scene with Cameron Diaz, and they're all in little headpieces, and Cameron Diaz is, they're trying to get her to, Luke Wilson to ask her out, and Lucy Liu <laughs> is in Cameron Diaz's ear, and she's like, whip your goddamn hair. And then Cameron Diaz says, <laughs> And like <laughs> smiles and like her teeth twinkle. I could try to whip my afro, but it won't budge. So I don't know. <laughs> Your hair looks really cute today, by the way. I love it. Thanks. I like the part. <laughs> Actually, one of my students today was. We have like we have themed days this week where we're like dressing for a certain day. Oh, cute. He's like, "Is it messy hair day?" <gasps> I was like, "Ugh." Do you ever just want to be like you little shit? Like. <laughs> His teacher actually told him off for me, so I was like, okay, yay. And then he gave me a hug. I was Aww. like, okay. But wait, wait, Anyways. I first say strike and then caress, or what is it? That's the little. <laughs> I wish I could say it in French. You strike and then you caress. Okay. So he just schooled me. Okay. Yeah, he did. All right, let's get heavy. Yeah, so, he sees, Reda sees her, but she, she's pretty good about it. She's like, she makes the impression and then she like, they leave the club. So Well, he tells her to get down. Like, yeah, he like tries to motion at her and he like. No, he's, he's, <laughs> and she's like, I think mm-hmm. that that's like, he picks those dancers. And so he was like, get down. And that's why she looks so pissed. Cause she was like, ugh. My Muna was dancing with a really cute. Boy. Oh, she was. Hey, she was getting it. <laughs> she's so adorable. I loved that actress. I. She said she did a great job. Oh, my God. <sighs> Ooh, and there was a scene that I wanted to point out where she did. Just, oh, yes, the scene where they're, like, where she's learning how to ride the um the motorcycle. Yes. 
just the chemistry between them there. I don't know how to explain it, but they're fighting, but we feel the connection between them. And it just, it's entertaining. It's funny. Yeah. But it's also Words, like, you know, yes, so. And the, their, chemi- their bond is so believable throughout the whole movie. And like we, there's other scenes I didn't press on where, because um, my Muna actually has like very deep religious um, uh, things that she says throughout the, she has like, there's like spiritual conversations that her and isn't, Dunya have. Isn't her dad, over. don't they show her dad at the end? And isn't he very religious? Yes, or like, but just like her insights about you just being spirituality. Like, oh, you just oh, yeah. you're just saying like oh, okay. I thought you were sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm misconfused. <clears throat> just like the conversations that I her see, and yes. um, Junya have, she's like, very deep. deep. Yeah, they're such beautiful deep souls. Yeah, and they're just it's sprinkled in there. It's not too heavy handed. It's so real. It's so real. They're real people. They're almost like twinkling off the screen. Like yeah, it's so inspiring. Ooh, I like that. To Egypt, just like me as an actor watching this movie, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, I almost don't want to do the rest because this is where it gets I bad. know. Let's just stop here. It ends there and they live happily ever I know. Fuck. But actually, deep breath though. Everybody has to watch this movie. I, hopefully, they have by now. Yeah, because I don't want to ruin it because yeah. it is really good. Um, I'll try to go. I'll try to go quickly. So. Samir does not pick them up. He's supposed to be outside with the Mini, mini Stupid Cooper. Stupid motherfucker. And he's not there. So they go, they, ooh, they take a taxi back to the, to the camp, right? To the Roma camp. And he's fucking her mom. Which I don't know, I could do without that. Yeah, no, same. I could have done without that too, yeah. Why did, he's fucking her mom. It's supposed to be like a big deal, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Uh, also, Junior's, what's that? Of course, really hurt what's by this. that test? What's that test that like for the you know like for female whatever dialogue that test? What's it called? Oh, the Beck. Yeah, Bechdale, this, that, or is it yeah, that, or that made this fail because like then she gets all mad and it's over a man, you know, fucking her mom because what you're you're about to say like she goes and no, retaliates. I think it still passes. It's still passes. Oh, I know. I'm just saying I could have done without that. No, of course it still passes. Oh, okay, of course yeah. it still passes. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying this one little part. <laughs> no, of course it does. No, yeah. I'm just picking, nitpicking this one little part. I was like, come on. I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Do I get it? Your mom has sex with, the, with your work. Also, if she hates, I mean, yeah, if she, if like, I don't know, I also wouldn't have gotten that, like whatever. I would have got, I don't know. I just would have, um, I don't think I would have gotten that, like, upset. I don't care for it. But anyways, uh, she goes and burns his car, Yeah, I wouldn't have made her do that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't have made her do that. So then after that, she goes and burns his car. Is that the next scene? Yeah. So she's like, you fuck my mom? I fuck you. I fuck your car. So I'm like, oh, is it his mom's car? It was, yeah. Oh, that too. It was his mother's car. I was like, why did you bring his mother into it? She didn't do anything. Why didn't you take his mother on a date? Like, this is not how this yeah. goes. <laughs> That's not the yeah. exact same. But I just, I, yeah. You need to woo his mother. Def could have done without this vengeful act. <laughs> but I guess. I don't, I don't like know. that road either. Actually, yeah. I just. I have no idea. Dumb. Yeah. Also very sexist. I, <laughs> it is a little yeah. bit. I don't really care for that. But it happened. And, I mean, because of this, because of because there's a fire, um, they start getting hype. They, um. They start playing, what is it, police tag or something? They start, they incite a riot, pretty much, at the Roma yes. camp. So everyone's going crazy. 
Um, oh, God. Stuff is happening to the cops, that, uh, and they're all recording it on Snapchat. So this, is, this hits home. Yep. This feels like it could be on the news now. But they incite a riot, and um, so the cops, they're, they're building fear. The cops have a bit of fear because of this, mm-hmm. right? And I skipped through it today, so I, yeah, I've seen it before like five times, but I skipped through it quickly. So if there's one, anything you want to say, do so now. Wait. No, just start not interject because I'm not quite sure. I don't know where you're going to jump to. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? There's, okay, there's the riot. Um, she ends up in jail, right? Yes. And Rebecca is pissed because now there's cops yes. everywhere. Oh, my God. The block is hot. Yeah, Rebecca comes in, like, steals her. <laughs> so Rebecca takes her yeah. away. Um, and she also, she can't see Maimuna, her mom. Her mom is like, I don't want you to ever see my daughter again. Um, mm-hmm. She fights with her own mother. Yeah. <sighs> A lot happens. But... So after Which this, I was like, "Holy shit, Dina's, Rebecca's gonna kill her!" It was scary. It was scary. <laughs> the saddest part. Oh, she, uh, Dunia's like, "But he fucked my mom," and then like Rebecca, like so fast. She's everyone like, has. "Everyone has." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. stop! <laughs> Leave her alone." Leave her alone. But also, like, why? Like, why are we slut shaming? Like, that's what I'm saying. I, I guess it's just like, who that. the fuck cares? Like, if we, if anything, let's have I a problem it, with her mom fucking a much. But that was boy. a good comeback. <laughs> he, is he a teenager? I hate it. It was a good comeback. Yeah. I hate it, but that was a good comeback. Really good comeback. <laughs> Rebecca's so smart. God, she's smart. Um, I love her gap. I don't know. So um, she's a babe. Scary, yeah. but a babe. They re- they really try to that actress make her look rough. But in, like in interviews, I was watching her. I was like, she's so yeah. Pretty. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> they could not hide that natural beauty. Oh yeah. So. So Dunya wants to get back on Rebecca's good side, kind of. So she's like, okay, let me go find this money that I lost. Um, from the hiding spot that I know Jiggy took. So she goes back to see Jiggy, and it's during her his audition. So there's, like, people everywhere. And I was like, is this typical France? Because <laughs> the, they were like, oh, that's my girlfriend. He was like, that's my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. He's, like, lying. But yeah. um, they just accepted it. So I was like, this is how the French love, I guess. Like, super, <laughs> super aggressive. Because she came in, she was pissed. And so... He makes her sit down the whole time while he auditions. I know. What a dick. And then, anyway, so afterwards, she's, like, dancing in the mirror, waiting for him. It's really sweet. And he comes out, and he's like, oh, you liked it, didn't you? And she, she's like, whatever. Where's my, where's my money? Yeah. And he gives it back, and and he's like, I don't know your name. And she's like, yeah, well. And she walks off, and then he's like, aren't you hungry? So then he, like, they go into Monoprix after hours, which, if anyone wants to take me on a date, I'd love to go into Monoprix. <laughs> <laughs> After hours with no one there. <laughs> so they go into Monoprix. She eats every cookie in sight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then they have like a sweet moment where they dance and um, she screams her name at him. <laughs> he asks her name and, and she's like, Dunya. Dunya. <laughs> oh, um, which kind of made me like flashback to West Side Story, not going to lie, when they're in the bridal shop. Ah, uh, I liked him in this scene. Yeah. See, that's my problem with it, though. And I'm sure your problem, too. It's like, why would we start to like this guy who is so handsy, unwarranted, or, like, unwanted? (sighs) Why did he do... Maybe he has an evil twin? Mm. I don't know. Um, So, Dunia sneaks to see Maimuna. Um, And they have another another talk, and Maimuna really missed her, and it's sweet, and... This is the last time they see each other before all this mess 
goes down that we're getting into. So, <clears throat> uh, Jiggy was supposed to be having this, or is having this dance. He got the audition, right? Mm-hmm. He got the audition, and the next day is the recital. That's kind of odd. But he got the audition, and the next day is the show. Did you catch that? Yeah, right? It was like, oh, Okay. The next day is the big show, and then he's leaving on a, on a tour with the show. With this company. That must be how they do it in France. Yeah. Like you learn everything and then maybe not get the job. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, I think I skipped something. So Rebecca goes, or yeah, she she got the money and Dunya goes back to see Rebecca. And um, she's like, I got your money, blah, blah, blah. And then Rebecca's like, I don't care. She's like, so happy to see her. She's like, blah, blah, blah. Um, She makes her agree to go on this date with Reda. She's like, he loved you, blah, blah, blah. So she's, so Rebecca's back in it for the hundred grand. So she like, she's of course using her to get this hundred grand, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so she's like, you're going on that date. And of course it's the same time as the, the dance recital because that's how things happen. In <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's all dressed up for her date with the, with Reda, the creepy guy, <sighs> but she goes to see Jiggy first and they have a kiss and it's cute. Aww. It's, sweet even though he sucks um and and then her and retta go to a hard rap show where dudes have a uh, masks on and i was like okay uh, i love okay. the interplay of of their date and jiggy's performance they like cut his performance yes. into like it looked really cool especially with the rap performance and then later on with the scariness yes um so <laughs> so dunia goes to see they go on that date um he takes her back to his apartment, of course, and he's, like, super handy. Um, and she's, like, super... She's not... She's not recoiling away from him, but she's she's just sitting there. Kind yeah, of. she's not... She doesn't want to do this with him. No. Which I also appreciated, because I feel like a lot, to, a lot of times in movies, if, like, a woman does do what she's doing, like, they're using their sexuality to get something from someone's room they in movies they usually do make them like go out like fuck them it's like no they would yeah this is yeah, much it more didn't realistic go there at all. Yeah. yeah 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 okay Sorry. and so um she looks oh wait, wait wait so he's like are you into this and she's like yeah of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um totally into it he's like okay well i'm gonna go take a shower so he goes to take a shower and while he's showering she's looking for the hundred grand and then he comes back and he finds her and she's like oh i'm just looking for a cigarette in your closet (laughs) i'm looking for a cigarette (laughs) oh and then and then just brutal violence brutal violence so he he beats beats, the shit out of her oh my god and he's so much bigger than her and it's just so hard to watch he finds the tickets and he's like you should have gone to the show and i'm like girl you should have gone i know she's good ah and then there's like a he, I don't know if he was, he was gonna rape yeah, her. I don't yeah, know. I think so. But he like took off a, sh- he took off a shirt, which is not as telling as taking off your pants or something like that. But he, it was insinuated that he was trying to. rape He was like her going standing in between her legs and shit. Anyway, we don't have to. Talk about yeah, it. and he was like pulling her. I don't know. And so she, she beats him with what was it like a slate or something? I don't know. She got her hands on an antiseptic. Yeah, she sprayed yeah. him with something first, yeah. right? Like a cleaning solution. Yeah, I was like, yes, bitch. And then she beat him with like this flat object. I, I wrote down in all like capital letters, like kick his ass. Uh, he dies. He dies, or he's at least knocked out. Very much knocked. Either out. Either way, I assume he died in the in a movie setting. Good. <laughs> yeah, and um, 
Then she's like looking all over for the um the money and she finds it above the bathtub and my favorite visual of Oh this that was is her, so like, good. She's like looking up into the camera in the bathtub, right? She's looking up and she's got just this bloody face from being having the shit kicked out of her and then it's just raining money. euros on her beautiful euros all over and euros are so pretty uh, too they're so colorful they're so much prettier <clears throat> so she she divides the money into into three piles into three piles so we learned that she hides some at her house for her mom and her family she takes some for herself and she um puts some in the hidest hiding hiding spot for Maimuna. and she goes to uh she goes to the train station to she goes to the train station to be with dude, but um she sees him from afar and she gets a phone call and they are holding Maimuna hostage and so we go back to the Roma camp. Rebecca is holding Maimuna hostage and Samir too. Um they're fighting over the money. And I actually, I didn't watch this scene today because I don't, I don't agree with this writing choice. With what, what one? I guess I should explain it first before I critique it. But okay, so <clears throat> they're fighting over the money. Rebecca pours, they're in a very small shack. Mm-hmm. Samir goes out to get the money because, um, uh, Rebecca said, not Rebecca, Dunya says she gave, she put some at the mom's house, at her mom's house. And then, of course, she had some in, in her bag when she came in. So they had that. And Maimuna is, was she tied up or? I think she was just in there. I think she was in she there, was but they had been there. hitting yeah. her. And I don't know. So Dunya comes to save Maimuna and she doesn't care about the money. Rebecca starts putting gasoline on her because she wants all of the money all of it right um yeah she's yeah and she starts she they're playing like a game of chicken almost and she starts a fire even though they're in a small place samir has left to go get to go to get money right and he's locked them in there because they don't want the girls to leave yeah and there's only a small opening for them to get out so Uh, Rebecca climbs out. Um, yeah, it's like a basement type thing. No, it's more than a shack. Like it looks like a, it's concrete, a concrete wall. True. Yeah. You're Ugh, right. Just right. Like, um, more horrible. Adunya gets out, and she wants my Muna can't fit through the opening that they've gotten through. Which I'll talk about that in a second. Um, it blows up. It blows up. Um, the fucking firemen the cops, are waiting to, they're like waiting oh, yes. for the cops to arrive because they're quote unquote scared to go inside, which is just like so realistic and so infuriating. And because of the riot because of, that yeah, happened because before. they're like, oh, you guys are going to hurt yeah. us. Cause they're like fucking You're gonna throw yeah. rocks at us, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, we want. And yeah. So the firemen could have come in before. They could have. Yeah. Up. They could have probably and maybe done something. It actually blows up as Junya is has already she told Maimuna that she was going to go she told Maimuna she was going to stay yeah. but she has gasoline on her face so Dunya's like uh, yeah she has gasoline on her face so Dunya Maimuna is like you have to go you have to go blah blah, blah. Dunya runs to go get help it blows up as she ran to get help yeah and a riot is happening all around Dunya 
And Rebecca, uh, Rebecca's looking, I don't know what the name for that emotion is, but uh, <clears throat> that's the end of that movie. I don't agree with that choice. Why did, why was that necessary? I guess Dunya needs to be punished. Is that, I guess that was the choice for the writers that Dunya needs to be punished. But why couldn't the boyfriend have died? Why did it have to be Maimuna? Did they only choose a plus size actress because they wanted to write in that that scene where she has to get out of the that's her she can't get out of the the window? Mm-hmm. Is that was the only point? Why would I don't understand the point of that? Like I saw this movie, I bawled, and I'm still upset. I still don't think that's how it should have ended. It could have ended in a bad way without. Because then it, it turns into this trauma porn situation where I feel like they're just trying to use spe- specifically black pain to yeah. explain. I see what you're saying. A social yeah, issue. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't necessarily know where that point is. And like, but holy it, shit, it just, such a specific, uh, like on like a, a like a specific niche of black pain as well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, like, she had to... That's the reason they chose a plus-size actress, because this actress was phenomenal. She was so good and so lovable. should have been chosen regardless of whatever body type yeah. they were looking no, for. I, you're, <laughs> you're so right. That that hadn't occurred to me, and I feel bad now, but no, you're so right. That's true. Why did they have to do it that? wasn't necessary it wasn't necessary kill the boyfriend or fuck kill the boyfriend or fuck let's kill our heroine maybe <laughs> is that too far or would that have done anything actually like maybe they should have killed her off in another way maybe they should have had an equally heartbreaking ending but maybe it should have been our heroine that died it could have been you know what i mean it could it could have been so many other ways yeah. you know and, and then mamona could have been the one to like have the heartbreak and to have you know the burden of a lost friend yeah yeah true 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 like they it could just, have done that my Luna did not deserve she this, did and i want to cry all over she again <laughs> like it's just not fair no, you're right oh my god no you're so right god they kind it's of like they kind of like fucking like is this too far it, like uh, a mice and mentor is that too far? I've never. I don't understand the reference. Oh. I've never um, read the story. Oh well, just like they just like, yeah, they just a man. Um, a man is like they take a, a handicap and like make it his demise. Ah, well, not that. Not that I'm equating the two. Like be like I'm just saying like they're taking like like you said like someone's specific pain in life and like making it. I don't know, I but 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 to break like it's it. to break your heart. Like you love this character, yes, yes. But yes. I agree with you. Like why? Because she was. You're right. That actress was phenomenal. She was so she fucking was so good. good. And and she hasn't been in a lot of things either. Um, Dunya's been in a few things. Not Dunya. Ulaya, the actress. She's been in a few things, but um, Maimuna has only been in a couple things on her on her resume. She's 23, so she's pretty young. Uh, that's the end of that movie. Wow, yeah, talk about two totally different uh, films. Yeah. Oh my well. god. <laughs> but but so. I mean, wouldn't you still like? Is it still worth a watch? Wouldn't you say? No, it's. A, it's I love yeah. the movie. I love yeah. the movie. Yeah, but it's just like yeah. And I I think that's how you can tell that you're really. And I think that, that since the prince the principal. <laughs> 
the president <laughs> watched it and he's like, we have to do change. I think that it achieved its message and I think that you can still enge- really enjoy something and engage with its politics, but critique it because you, you know, there's always room for critique and that shows that you're really thinking about the piece and the you're art. Right. So I can not like parts of it and still, still appreciate it. the whole project and celebrate these, these, a female director and three brown women who did an incredible job. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you're yes. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It deserves every view. Um, it's won a lot of awards too. So they're doing really it's good. A, it's a fantastic film. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so well good. done. Ah! So well done on everybody, absolutely everybody <laughs> involved. Like, wow. So since I'm unhappy with this ending, you know how um, sometimes uh, movies will screen different endings? Yes. Like, um, did you know that Get Out had two endings? No. What was the second ending? So, like, the alternate ending is um, he's, he's, of course, standing over Rose, right? And she's bloody and he's bloody and there's dead bodies. He's a black man. She's a frail white woman. And... The cop lights that we see are actual cops. Mm-mm. That's and what I was afraid arrested. of. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets arrested. Oh, and um uh Lil Rel's character, what's his I forget the best friend. Yeah, the, the funny um, he was so funny. He yeah, he's so funny. He goes to uh jail. No, no, he goes to jail to visit um Chris's character. Chris. The character Chris. Daniel's character, right? And um they're on the 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 jail phone or whatever, and he's like, "Man, I told you not to go over there," and that's the end. But oh my people god, didn't, people didn't like that. So yeah, no, that was the happier ending. Yeah, that's too so dark. That's too dark. We're gonna. I'm gonna too introduce real. a new. I'm gonna introduce a new segment to Girls Interrupted. Oh. So this is gonna be called alternate endings. Ooh. Alternate endings, right? So we don't want to. I don't want to just complain. I want to like offer a. Another suggestion, if I have one. So I thought about this one. <laughs> um, so since I don't like the current ending, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what my other ending would be. Okay, and then you can do this for future movies if you don't like how they end. Endings. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Junior goes to the train station, right? And instead of a misconnection, she actually runs. Uh, Jiggy sees her back, and they and they talk, and they embrace, and they're sitting comfortably, comfortably, comfortably. They're very comfy, sitting, <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, they're sitting on the train. They're getting snuggly. Yeah, and they're talking about, I think they were going to Belgium. She's like, I'm so excited, I'm going to have a waffle, blah, blah, blah. And then she gets um, a Snapchat. <laughs> she's you. She gets a Snapchat. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> with the waffle. She somehow, she somehow becomes me. <laughs> they crump together, it's beautiful. No. Um, she gets a Snapchat, and it's from... Rebecca and and Samir, right? Mm-hmm. And they have her mom. And so she's like, oh my God, we have to go save my mom. And Jiggy's like, of course, I love you. I've only met you once, but I love you, blah, blah, blah. So they run <laughs> off back to the Roma camp, I'm sorry, right? I'm <laughs> back to the Roma camp. And he's like, oh, this is where you live. And it turns out he's like a classist. Oh. And he's like, this is where you live. I don't know if I can handle this. And he's like, no, I love her, blah, blah, blah. So they go on and they go off to the, um, what was it, a basement. And he sees that the mo- he sees how real the situation is getting. And he's like, you know what? I can't do this. And so he like bails on her and she's like, uh, 
But then she sees my moon in the crowd, and my moon is like, what's going on? What's happening? She's like, my mom is trapped in here. Uh, I have to save her, blah, blah, blah. And my moon is like, of course. Mom's mean a lot to me, I know. And so she's like, I'm gonna... So Dunya's like, go run and get my aunt. She'll know what to do. So my Muna runs off. She's safe. She's happy. She loves moms. She, she loves goes moms. To find... <laughs> she goes to find um, Dunya's cool-ass aunt. So Dunya goes into the basement. She's like, I have the money. Here's the money. And so she drops her third, right? She has a third. Of course, they already got the other third from the mom. This is such an extensive... So also, the only one they're missing. <laughs> the only one they're missing is from uh, the little hiding place, and then um, uh, they're like fighting or whatever. And um, Rebecca's like, "Where is the other money? Money? You think I won't uh, kill your mom?" Blah blah blah. And Samir is close to the mom, and he's got the gas or whatever. He's like, "I'll do it. I'll do it." And the mom's like, "But I loved you. I thought we, I thought we had something." Blah blah blah. And then he's like, "No." No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nah. And then Rebe- uh, Dunya's like, you want the money so bad? It's where, it's in the same spot where I took your dope from, Samir, since you don't know how to hide things. And then he's like, oh, it's in the hiding place above the stage we always go to. <laughs> that everyone knows about. And then Rebecca's like, oh, okay, well, we're going to go get it. Light the match, Samir. He's like, like the match? He's like, yeah, they're both going to die because they know too much, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. And so, yeah, I know. And so he <laughs> likes the match. And Rebecca's like, we're leaving. And, and Junior runs over to, um, she runs over to her mom or whatever to, like, untie her and stuff. And then Rebecca, like, reaches for the door. And it's locked. They're locked inside. And she's like, Samia, where's the key? And he's like, I left it. I don't know. Well, well he can't find it. And so she's like, ah. Oh this dude so uh they're like in a corner and of course a trail of gas has been leaking all the way to samir because he had the gas can right and then he lit the match so it's like following him and it gets him and he knocks he gets knocked out first like in a flame blah blah blah. oh goodness they're trying to get out of the window and they and they can all fit because in this world we don't care about the size of them so they get out (laughs) and um, Rebecca's like, I can't leave him, blah, 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 he was a brother to me. And all the other dudes, you know, they were close to Samir, so they're like, no, we have to save him. He's, like, trying to get the flames off his body, and the firemen won't come in because of all that the stuff same that they stuff, already yeah. established, yeah. And, um, Rebecca's still in there because she loves Samir, and Maimuna and, and the aunt are back, and the aunt takes the mom off to safety, and they're like, no, you have to come, come on, Rebecca. And so... Rebecca finally gets out and they run off and they're running to get help and then the fire goes up and then it and this would actually humanize Samir's character because of course we don't want him to die so yeah, that's we would true. feel we would feel something for him yeah. but we would have my Muna but we would have my Muna my my Muna and not my, and not my, body my shaming Muna. yes of course and I was just that like, is my alternate ending <laughs> I like it I like it and it would still incite a riot because we don't want him to die over something stupid. Yeah. And Rebecca, we could have a, a moment where Rebecca is punished because that was her boy. Because Rebecca deserved the punishment, not Dunya. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then Dunya would realize that that crumping guy had to go. You know, also, I feel like this conversation and what you pointed out about the movies also kind of shines a light just on how, like, America's also not the one that's, like, fucked up. Like, French people do have a, a huge problem with weight, I think. Still, you know what I mean? With weight and with and with um, 
racial representation. Oh, well, that, yeah, that too. But Yeah, but like, European countries like to pretend that they don't have racism and, I mean, yeah, the body, they're not so f- body issues They're too, not so much but, more ahead of us, you know? Yeah, let me get closer to the mic. Uh, <laughs> it originated in Europe, guys. <laughs> racism <laughs> is from you guys and colonialism and how you guys want to push European beauties of standards of beauty everywhere. Like, y'all are the best. Yeah. But no. But no. no, ma'am. no. But no, ma'am. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let us all shine, please. Like, and my Muna is amazing. Yeah, I guess America is. I should ahead at least in that maybe just like by an inch body body image. Maybe um, with like Western places. I'm just thinking we about are talking about it. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about it. I think we're oh. all coming along. Yeah, we're all coming but, along. But yeah, no, this really shined a light on that for me. So, yeah, yeah, I'm glad we talked about this. Thanks for bringing Yeah, that. I think that was the only moment where they... Let us down a little of, bit. <clears throat> where they wrote anything about Maimuna's weight. I feel like the rest didn't... I know, yeah. Was, that, that's also why yeah. it was, like, such a slap in the face, though, too. It was like, excuse me? <laughs> this is why you chose her, because she can't fit through the window. Excuse me? And then, I mentioned it yesterday after we stopped, stopped recording, but, like, so... What are we supposed to take away from the original ending? Oh, I better, like, go work out so I can fit through a window. Yeah. Is that the message we're supposed to take home? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what? Her? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, that was my alternate ending. I liked it, Shan. I liked it. And I like these. I like the idea of this section because it makes me feel like I have some power, <laughs> like a little bit of control, right? I feel like it needs music. Um, alternate ending. I think I'm going to add some music. Yeah, it's going to be great. Maybe a little sound burp. Blurb. Blurb. Burp. Burp. Blurb. Burp. Yeah, All right, well, burp. that was um, Divine and Amelie. So, of course, you can um, reach out to us on, on um, all of our social medias to tell us which was your favorite, which one you would have chose for your French episode. Um, so, what did I say? We made you <laughs> laugh. We made you cry this episode. So next episode, we're going to make you scream. We're going to make you scared. So (laughs) the next episode is Movies About Escape. It is the Berlin Syndrome and Hush, the 2016 Hush. um, And they're both on Netflix. So we will see you. Both scary. Have a watching buddy. Yeah. Especially with Hush. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're both scary. Yeah, but, Berlin Syndrome was... Yeah, but I could handle Berlin scary. Syndrome on my own. Yeah. But Hush, I was like, nope, I need someone else. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, actually, I had a connection between both movies. They're, they both had scenes where their hands got hurt. And I think it was... Are you the, talking about both- the movies... Hush in Berlin. You, yeah, wait, save it for the next episode. Goodbye, well, folks. Well, because you said hands. <laughs> they, the male, the woman in both movies have hurt hands. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah, okay. There's Bye. your teaser. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next time with a new pair of movies. In the meantime, please follow, rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. Let us know how you felt about the movies. See you next time.